Guidelines Health. Better health begins here. It's time for Better Health Radio, brought to you by Tidelands Health. Here's Bill Klaproth. There's a new way to get a breast biopsy that's less invasive than surgery. And here to help us learn more is Dr. Craig Brackett, Director of Tidelands Health Breast Health Program. Dr. Brackett, thanks for your time today. So what is a minimally invasive breast biopsy? Well, in the past, when a lady would have an abnormal mammogram or ultrasound or physical exam, we would take those patients to the operating room and put them to sleep and make an incision on the breast and take out the mass to see what it was. And that was fine, you know, 20 years ago, but today we kind of like to know what we're operating on. And the other thing is that 20, 80% of biopsies are benign. And so with these minimally invasive techniques, which are really image-guided, we use mammogram, ultrasound, or MRI, to identify an abnormality that, is, that has been um, uh, seen and using image guidance to place a needle into the breast through a very small nick in the skin that we do in our office, really, and to figure out what's going on. And if it's benign, she just goes home and she's fine and you just do a follow-up mammogram. But if she has a cancer, then we can plan her cancer treatment um, through this biopsy. So this sounds uh, like it's a very quick procedure. So the benefits this uh, over surgery, certainly less time, correct? Less scarring? What are the other benefits? Well, the, the main benefits is that it's, it, you know, it's done at our imaging center, so they can drive themselves to the biopsy and then drive themselves home. There's no uh, deformity of the breast. There's no anesthesia. There's, there's very minimal recovery. There's very minimal, minimal pain. There's absolutely no scarring. And... Um, and there's no problems with looking at future mammograms. When we do open breast biopsies, we leave scar tissue that makes future reading of those studies uh, a little clouded or more complicated. Dr. Brackett, who is a good candidate for this then? Just about anybody who has an abnormal imaging. There, there are a few, you know, locations of the lesion, body habitus, that they have neurological issues, but almost every single patient should be biopsied or attempted to have a minimally invasive breast biopsy. In our program, over 96% of our cancers are diagnosed with a needle, and that's really important. But the, other, the most important thing, you know, is that 1.6 million biopsies done in our country this year, and only about, still only about half of them are done minimally invasive. And 80% of these are, are benign. And so we would really like to be able to do this through a small nick in the skin and save women the deformity and the discomfort and the complications that can occur with a surg- uh, an open surgical biopsy. So almost anybody can have a, a minimally invasive breast biopsy. This sounds so good. It seems like there would never be a need to do a surgical biopsy. But you say only half of the biopsies done are by minimally invasive uh, breast biopsy. And, you know, I don't know why that is, because we started doing stereotactic corneal biopsies 20 years ago, and we were actually the third hospital in the to start doing stereotactic, which is a mammographically directed biopsy. And then we started doing ultrasound guided, which is using ultrasound to help me put the needle in the sample in the late 1990s. And then now we're doing MRI guided breast biopsies, um, which is using MRI to help us see or biopsy things that are only seen on MRI. And we're the only facility on the Grand Strand that can offer that biopsy as well. So can you describe the procedure a little bit more for us? I know you said there's no anesthesia. You know, women can drive themselves uh, to the doctor. I, is this done as an outpatient service? This is, well, it is. It's done at the imaging center where our office is. 
And, for example, for a stereotactic biopsy, which is mammographically directed, the woman will have a mammogram like she normally does. We'll take an X-ray. We'll see the, the, the area that we're concerned about. We'll prep the breast. We use a little bit of lidocaine to anesthetize the skin and make a two-millimeter nick, nick in the skin. We then put more lidocaine into the breast, and then under the guidance of the, the machine and the computer, we'll put the needle right where it needs to be. We then check our picture, and if everything looks good, the biopsy takes 30 seconds. It's that quick, and then we put a little clip to mark the uh, place we biopsied so we can always have a reference point or a localization point, so if we need to take it out, we know exactly where we were. And the whole procedure takes about 10 minutes, and then they go home that day with a little strip on their breast. That is amazing. So the recovery time is basically, there is no recovery time. Most people can go back to work the next day. Occasionally you can get some bruising, um, but most women have very little discomfort. Occasionally we will give a Valium or a little bit of pre-med to take. We don't have to have a driver, but generally they're back to pretty much normal activity the next day. And that's the same for ultrasound-guided biopsy or the MRI-guided biopsy, again, all of which we do in this building. Now, once the tissue is collected, is the analysis time frame the same as a traditional biopsy? Well, we're kind of spoiled here with Dr. Uh, McGinley and Dr. Valerie uh, because we do so much of this. We'll send the, the specimens over, and usually we can get the results back within about 48 hours. But the time frame is about the same, uh, but they turn it over very quickly for our patients, which really helps them with the, the anxiety portion of all this, you know? Absolutely. Certainly is a very anxious uh, time for women. So at Tidelands, it sounds like you've really got this down to a science. You do the minimally invasive breast biopsy, and then you're able to check relatively quickly to get that answer to that woman. That's correct. Dr. Brackett, what have I missed? What else, what else can you tell us about minimally invasive breast biopsy, and what should all women know about this? I, I, the thing that's really important is that if a, if a patient sees a physician who says she needs an open breast biopsy, she needs to question that immediately. It is the standard of care in the United States of America that any abnormality seen on a mammogram or ultrasound or MRI should be done in a minimally invasive technique. So the reasons we discussed earlier, again, 80% are benign. So if you can find out a lesion is benign and does not need to be surgically removed, you can do that for a little nick of the, in the nick of the skin in about 30 seconds. But more importantly, if you find a cancer uh, through the minimally invasive technique, it allows you to make a surgical plan before you ever get to the operating room. So when I go to the operating room, I know exactly what I'm doing and why I'm doing it, where the cancer is, and what I need to do to treat her. If you go up front and do it openly, you've already kind of burned your bridge a little bit. And so it's really important to know before you get in an operating room whether a lesion is, quote, good or bad. It really helps with the surgical planning by doing these minimally invasive breast biopsies. That certainly makes a lot of sense. And Dr. Brackett, why should a woman choose Thailand's health for her breast health needs? I think the, the, the main thing is that, is that we are an accredited program, one of only 10 in the state, and we have a team that works together. The surgeons, the radiation oncologists, the medical oncologists, our pathologists, and our radiologists, we've all been working together for years. We have a tumor board where we present every case to where we sit in a conference room with a big screen TV and review every aspect of a woman's history and her case and then come up with an individualized tailored treatment plan for her cancer. 
And what this does, it really assures communication among the physicians because we're in the classroom together. Uh, it leads to educational opportunities for the doctors because we all keep up with stuff and there's an opportunity to, to teach each other things that we learn. And I think it really, it really has shown to improve outcomes, improve survival. It really, really gives the patients a, a lot of reassurance. And it's really the right way to do it. And most communities in our country who are serious about their breast care will have a tumor board in an accredited-type program. Well, it sounds like a complete coordination of care for the woman, then. Exactly. And that's it's really important, that communication among the physicians, because it's not like every single cancer is treated the same way. The way you sequence treatment, surgery, radiation, chemo, endocrine therapy, is almost, it's almost different for every patient. And so by presenting a case to a tumor board before you even operate it, you can figure out what you need to do first in, in, in the order in which we need to, need to do things. And, see, and we're always working together. And we're always in, we're all in the same building, so that also helps us a lot. Dr. Brackett, thank you so much for your time today. We appreciate it. And thanks for your fine work at Tideland's Health. For more information on Tideland's Health, physicians, services, and facilities, visit TidelandsHealth.org. That's TidelandsHealth.org. This is Better Health Radio. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.